Hey guys, so this next segment is me reading a quick article that I came across about gaslighting, which is a method of basically questioning everything the other person says and finds a way to make them feel crazy um, and uh, uh, not taking responsibility for anything. Uh, It'll be a lot clearer when I read the article, but I wanted to read it because it is something I've been experiencing for uh, quite a few years and have recently gotten gotten out of that. And um, I think it's super important to share. And then I'll kind of talk a little bit about it afterwards because it kind of talks about a a type of PTSD associated with it. And I kind of feel that it's, um, it's kind of interesting to, to, to come across a description of it because I didn't really know what this feeling was, uh, that I've been experiencing, um, over the past few months as I've been kind of separating from my past life. And, um, you know, there's still plenty of things that make me feel really terrible about it and make me question myself a lot. And, uh, a lot of things that still, still make me feel like I was making a bad decision, not a bad decision, but like, um, that I'm more at fault than I actually am. You know, it's kind of like this endless loop of like, it's almost like running on a treadmill and you're starting to catch up and go, or like, you know, one of those, like those, those, um, sort of like treadmill flat escalators in airports. It's kind of like you're moving along that really quickly, but going the other way. And someone keeps like pulling you back and I keep making progress and then I get pulled back and somehow I feel like things are my fault or things were my fault uh, a lot more than they were. And then you get these reminders that they weren't and it's just this constant push and pull and it kind of makes you feel crazy. Um, So I'm going to read a little bit. I'm going to read this article as quickly as I can, hopefully get it, get through it in one segment and um, talk about it as, uh, and talk about it a little bit afterwards because I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty important to to know what it is and recognize when you're in it. And some of the things that I've learned as to how to deal with it, um, because it, it kind of pokes back in with, you know, my with my ex-wife talking to me about our child, and we're trying to work through that. Um, that kind of pokes through and. There are methods that I've been using to deal with that, so I want to talk about that as well. Drums, please. Okay, so gaslighting. I decided to make this an official podcast so it can be saved for people to read it, uh, to hear it again. Okay, gaslighting is one of the most dangerous and insidious forms of emotional abuse. Left unintended, it can 
have long-lasting effects like self-doubt, anxiety, and low self-esteem. What is gaslighting? In short, it's when people tell, when someone tells you or implies that your interpretation of reality isn't true. They do harmful things and then deny ever doing those things or minimize the details of it. They discount memories, evidence, and facts in favor of lies. They often accuse you of doing things that they themselves are doing. They rewrite history whenever convenient. Another good word for it is crazy-making because literally making the recipient feel crazy because it is it literally makes the recipient feel crazy questioning their own reality so what are the warning signs they provoke you over and over again then blame you for reacting gaslighters love to provoke others they take inventory of the things that upset you and then do more of those things you will likely react calmly when the three um calmly the first three or four times thinking you resolved the issue but then they do it again and again and again. You think, how in the world could someone be this dense? Eventually, you react less calmly. This is when the gaslighter jumps on you and accuses you of being hysterical, crazy, sensitive, negative, paranoid, bipolar, or mentally ill. They tell you to calm down and make sure and, and make you feel ashamed of your normal reaction to their unacceptable behavior. They use your reaction to show others how unstable you are. They tend to lash out when they ask you when asked to take responsibility for their behavior. Gaslighters use their tactics for many reasons: control, power, entertainment, and sheer boredom. But the most common time you'll notice the gaslighting is when you put out point out their misbehavior or ask them to take responsibility for it. This is when they'll ramp up the abuse, twisting their your words and rewriting reality. Even if you think you have a slam-dunk case against them with evidence and proof, they hurl a complete outrageous accusation at you, destabilize you, and put you on the defense. Even though you began the conversation with the intention of holding them accountable, you'll suddenly find that you're the one defending yourself or even apologizing to them. The gaslighters have extremely fragile egos, egos and interpret any criticism as an attack on their entire identity. By calling them out on their hurtful behavior, you are deemed a threat to their careful and crafted world, so they seek to destroy you. Let's see how much time I've got. Okay, still good. They are always the victim, no matter how horribly they treat others. One of, them, one of the most frustrating qualities of gaslighters is that they are constantly the victim, even when they abuse, criticize, judge, lie, and betray others. They somehow come out as the victim. This is just another way that they rewrite reality. They victimize others and then claim a victimhood, and ironically, they will angrily lash out at others to stop playing victim, because they always want to be the biggest victim. They claim others are smearing them when, when they are the only ones attacking anyone. You could sit there ignoring their provocations completely, and they will still run around telling everyone how much of a lunatic you are and how obsessed you are with them. You likely treated this person with an unusual amount of patience, kindness, and compassion. None of this matters to them. They have no loyalty or integrity. You eventually start to realize that they are allowed to insult and criticize you as much as they want. But the moment you simply ask them to stop, you are an abuser. Let's see how much time I have left. About a minute. You start questioning your inner world. You distrust your own emotions, identity, and values. This is perhaps the biggest and most important sign, especially in familiar, familial and romantic dynamics. Gaslighting can cause damage, long-lasting damage. 
when someone you love and trust uses this type of abuse is extremely confusing it can cause a certain type of emotional trauma called cptsd where you feel disconnected from the sensations in your own body this is because you've stopped trusting yourself gaslighting implants a self a constant self-doubting voice inside the survivor causing them to question their every move interaction and thought this is an extremely exhausting way to exist it will eventually lead to anxiety and depression see where i'm at 30 seconds it also makes you vulnerable to more gaslighting because your defenses have weakened and the best gaslight victim is the person who doubts themselves you begin to overanalyze and ruminate on every little detail you flip back and forth between my fault and their fault even when you write upright you settle on their fault there remains a relentless voice inside of you that questions this reality so that's yeah that's gaslighting and it's a, it's a pretty good article um i'll follow up So gaslighting, it's exhausting just kind of reading and talking about it because it's such a, such a, <laughs> such a self-defeating thing. It, it's, it's easy to give into it, especially when it's coming from a family member or, you know, a, a spouse or someone that you've been with. And, um, it's frustrating. It's endlessly frustrating because, it's all about making you feel crazy. <laughs> it's like a, it's kind of like a, an emotionally manipulative version of rabbit season, duck season from like old Looney Tune cartoons, and um, it really does make you feel crazy. Like you feel like you're just saying logical words, uh, and things get spat back at you. Um, there's like no matter what happens like you end up doubting your own sense of reality you doubt how rational you feel because of how much this stuff gets thrown back at you it's like in your mind you're like how is it possible that this stuff gets thrown back at me when what i'm saying is like two plus two equals four and they convince you that it's five and that you're the one that's nuts that it's that you keep saying it's four but it's five and is it five or is it four <laughs> it's it's that's like the most bare bones way to put it um and it's it's just maddening um you know unfortunately with my situation um it, it's so hard to separate the gas lighter from like the actual human being that is doing it. Meaning, like, you know, in the instance of Brie, my wife, I shouldn't have said her name, but whatever, um, my ex-wife, uh, she is a great person. I do love her dearly as a person, and I respect her, and I hope that, you know, she continues to do okay. And, you know, she's going to be the mother of my child so I want her to be able to do the best that she can and I want to be there to help her in the best way that I reasonably can um, and with that and with our relationship it was full of that it was there was so much of that going on that it was so hard to separate her as the person that I fell in love with from the person that 
would make me feel like I was crazy. Um, and, you know, it was just a, it's such a hard thing to reconcile. You just feel like, you feel like you, you feel like there's some part of you that could push that aside, you know, like almost ignore it so that you can still enjoy that person, the core of that person. Um, but it becomes just such a strong, like in your face thing that it is like impossible to push aside. Um, and ultimately I had to leave. Uh, I'm still communicating with her though difficultly, um, because we are having a child together and, you know, I want to cooperate in the best that I, best way that I can because again, I don't feel that she's a bad person. I just think our communication dynamic fell apart. So, um, so this topic really came to mind Well, someone posted an article and then kind of reminded me of this. You know, the way I've been communicating is to kind of just put periods at the end of the sentence. And I've created enough distance to allow myself to remove myself from that. So when I feel like that's happening and I've had it happen enough where I can see the signs of it and be able to separate myself from it, um, that I can just say, okay, this is it. I don't need to entertain any crazy ideas or additional things or give in. This is the end of the conversation. So I'm curious to know if you've had any experience with gaslighting in your past, um, present, if you've done it. <laughs> um, that would be really interesting to hear. Um, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to share some of my personal experience. It's it's difficult to realize. It it feels like baiting. It feels like you're being pulled into <laughs> you're being trapped. It's like here comes here's a nice statement, but it's like there's follow up, and then it's gonna be rah rah attack attack. <laughs> um, that's just kind of. It could be unique to my situation, I guess, but um, there really is a lot, um, a, a lot to it that really makes you feel um, that sense of self-doubt that the article talked about. Just this, this constant questioning your own sanity and self-esteem, uh, leading to depression and not being able to trust yourself, this feeling of like being outside of your body is, is what I'm feeling. And it's, I've never been really able to define it as that. And reading it, um, feels there's like a strange sense of affirmation there. Um, so, but it's nice. It's like being, it's like figuring out a diagnosis so that you can decide what to do next. And, um, for me, I'm, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole a little bit more. I want to see, um, how people who have dealt with long-term gaslighting, uh, have 
recovered or attempted to recover from it um, because I feel like I'm still feeling the aftermath and it's not something, you know, it's, it, it hasn't been very long. Um, you know, it's still, I'm still actively in it really, despite, you know, this new life that I've got going on right now. Um, so yeah, that, that was that just kind of like a bonus podcast. Um, because I think, I think gaslighting is an interesting topic. It's, um, something that everyone should be aware of and look out for and stand up for yourself, you know, stand up for yourself in the sense that you have to put up, you have to set up, you have to pretty much just draw a line in the sand, you know, it's not a, it's not an attack thing. It's not something that you can really defend against. It's more of like, you have to create a clear barrier once like, and, and you'll see that once you create, you put your defenses up that they will just freak out (laughs) and you have to kind of come to terms with like being able to just kind of separate, pull away from it, not engage from it it, with it because there's no way you could win. There's just no winning. It's not possible. Um, with that type of person, it's just not, it's, it's not in the cards for what that is. Um, and it took me a long time to accept that. And I essentially had to run from it. And it's hard to talk about because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I felt brave enough to separate myself from that, but I'm also completely disappointed that that's what it took. Um, I didn't want that to happen. So I think being able to to dive into it a little bit more is healthy for me and I want to share it with you guys. And I hope that, um, you learned something from this and, uh, I'm happy to talk about it more. If you have any questions or if you have any experience with it, I will happily, um, take call-ins on anchor or, uh, rival my design on all the social channels, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, happy to chat. Let's do this. Um, so that's it. I hope you have a good night and I'll talk to you later. Hey everybody. I want to thank you guys for listening to the CEDO audio extravaganza. If you would like to go to hi, my name is Christian.com. You can sign up for my newsletter where you'll get the written version of the podcast and uh, follow me on rival my design on all the social channels and all that good stuff. We can chat and have ourselves a jolly good time, whoever it is that I am. So I really appreciate it. And um, thank you guys. I hope you have a good one.